the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 235 of the Heart of LFC podcast. Yep, we got hit. We got a loss. Oh, my. The world is not falling, though. Uh, sky's not falling. We're not dying. We're still here doing our thing, getting ready for the next one, because ain't no time to cry about these sort of things. You just move on, and you get ready for the next one. Austin's tomorrow. That's why we're on tonight. We're going to do double this week. Tuesday and Thursday because, dude, there's way too much to cover and there's no way we're going to leave you guys hanging the night before one of the biggest matches of the season. And let's be real, it is one of the biggest matches of the season. These guys play a lot like we do now. They've matured as a team. Uh, They're third ranked. Yeah, we got something to deal with here by the time the season comes to a close. Where we get late in the season, they're still going to be in that race. They're looking legit. So, yep, get ready. Another midweek test. So before we get into the mix, let's welcome back our boys. We got Tony. We got Bam. Bam, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, doing all right. Um, didn't get to watch the game live. Well, I woke up for a little bit after the box while I had to go to the bathroom. Saw the time. went, oh, I'll put it on the TV. Fell asleep after the second goal. So rewatched the game later. And yeah, the sooner we can get over that and get on to the next game, the better for everyone. Yeah, honestly, the team fell asleep at that point as well. So. Don't worry. Don't worry. You weren't alone uh, running into that issue. It was pretty rough. It was hard to see. And as I told you, oh, I'm going to rewatch the game. And then I realized I value my life too much. Uh, I went, nah, not doing this. Uh, saw, it, saw it for what it was. Painful enough for me. Uh, and honestly, it just wasn't us. So I'm not going to dwell. Not going to dwell. Yeah. Tony, how are you doing today? I know you were you were singing all game, doing your doing what you do best. But how are you feeling, man? Uh, it was a rough just to rewatch, like watch the games because there's more TVs to watch it, and then to rewatch the highlights. Just rough game overall. Uh, again, we overall, what I would love to win every game, a hundred percent. There's going to be some losses, there's going to be hiccups, but we lost to an inferior team on the table. Again, if if it was a higher ranked team in in the table or on the East Coast. 100%. We played our hearts out. We've lost to a better team in form, but Colorado ain't it. Yeah, I mean, rather interesting. Uh, now, nobody wins up there, apparently. Uh, it's a rarity to get a win up there. Uh, it is a fortress for them. So we can take some solace in that. But we didn't show up. And yes, a lot of guys were missing from the lineup, uh, but it's not an excuse. These are guys we've relied on before to be in the lineup, so they should have been able to to function at least be competent and to get more than two shots on goal for an entire mat match. Like that's not LAFC football. That was something else. And I think Dolo said it himself talking about, you know, watching an ugly game and it wasn't us. It wasn't us. Sadly, there are players and they got to learn from this. And if anything we can take from it, we know who we can rely on and we know who we can't. And if I'm going to get stuck on a takeaway, biggest thing, we have two competent goalkeepers, two guys that could hang in a tough match. They can get the job done. Uh, Mr. McCarthy, you're the man, dude. Like, like really, uh, it should have been a lot worse. We should have been down for nothing in reality in the first half. It should have been four. And getting a late callback on the penalty, that was brutal. It was a little bit off. Sometimes you get away with it. Sometimes you don't. But at the end of the day, we have two good keepers. Is this a battle for the starting job? No, not at all. We know who the starter is, but we know that if he ever goes down or he ever needs a rest or he's gone with Canada, we're in good hands. We're fine. This this is one of those great matches where somebody gets to step up. Now, he took his opportunity, ran with it. Others in the lineup didn't. We'll get into it more. Uh, but it's it's very telling to me, and in a way, we gained more from this match and dealing with this madness than we ever did from a win because you see how things fall out in pressure situations and who's hanging and who's not, who's learned from last year and who's not. So 
Do I want to forget it? Yes, but I'm going to put it in the back of my head to see which individual players stood out, which ones didn't, and who could step up in a tough situation. Before we get too far into that match, we do have some breaking interesting news that Tony has us, uh, was going to give us an update on. Tony, what's going on, man? So the first one is Cellini um, played his final game for Juventus. Um, he has spoken about coming to the MLS and seeing where his next um, quote-unquote challenge will be. There's also reports that he may be doing a coaching job in Juventus, but um, he's seriously thinking about coming to us. And then another suitor, of course, is Toronto as well. And then for a while, I think there was rumors about uh, who was it? I think Miami got mentioned, Vancouver got mentioned, and those kind of faded away. Apparently, we have the rights. So if anybody does want to take them like Toronto, boy, Toronto loves old players. So I wouldn't be shocked by that. Um, they don't have it. They don't, it's going to cost them something. In truth, I think there's there there's truth to this rumor. I think it's legit. Uh, is anybody telling me that? No. Uh, they're being famously quiet, infamously quiet. And I'll take infamously quiet. That makes me happy when they're quiet. Um, that means that there's 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 water, right? There's, there's, there's some movement. There's stirring of the pot going on. And so that's fine. Uh, if we get him, I'm happy. If we don't, apparently we have a lot of money to play with anyway. And so we could still go have some fun and get some new players in the ranks. So uh, I hope it works out. Uh, Bam, are you kind of in that in that same camp? Is hey, let's go for this. I am. I am. Um, I'm want to know how they determine who has rights for international players like that kind of stuff. Because there's another player that recently has played his last game for his club, won a championship this season. Would be great to come to LA, and I would happily take him. Finally, get an Aussie over there. One Tom Rogic. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like I'm betting he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he's not even on anybody's list in terms of discovery because discovery tends to be marquee type players or U.S. national players. That's the other caveat to that. So it's it's usually well-known players that, that are marketable. We'll get into this discovery nonsense. And it is nonsense, and it's just kind of an excuse, I think, for the league. It is an excuse for the league to distribute players as needed. And hope it all works out. And if it doesn't, pay for it. I remember we've paid for players in the past to get them that somebody else had the rights on it. And we just throw the money and move on or the draft pick and, and move on. It's In the past, it's been really hard to get that kind of movement. But now it seems like everybody wheels and deals, which is a good thing for the league. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, the biggest thing is you don't want to have all the players playing for Miami and Los Angeles and maybe New York when somehow they find a stadium. Um they don't want that. You know, they want to spread out the love. They want to see the guys in Chicago, the Shakiris of the world playing in Chicago. Uh, that's that's the thought is that, that you need to spread the wealth a bit. A player wants to play where he wants to play, you know, and and you, you, that at the end of the day could cost you a highly talented player. Uh, I guess that's where the wheeling and dealing comes in. But yeah, that it's weird, man. Honestly, I can't bam tell you if there's anything honest about it, just it exists. And it's a relic of the past. Maybe one day when we decide to take the training wheels off, it'll go away. But training wheels are firmly on. Tighten screws and all. Uh, they're not going anywhere. So, yeah. Speaking of players connected to teams, he's not coming to us, apparently. As much as y'all wanted to wish about it, but apparently there's another big star that's, I guess, under their rights. Tony? Who's been rumored to be coming to MLS? So it's the one and only Leon Messi. Um, he'll be joining, supposedly, Inter-Miami in 2003 after a con contract runs out with, with PSG and reports. Now, this is the crazy part for me is his contract includes 35% stake in the club and will sign this August. Again, 35% in the club. That's real money value. That's legit monetary value right there. Um, and everybody's going, well, yeah, well, Beckham got a franchise. Yeah, Beckham got a franchise that he had to start and find financers to make it happen. And he's just now getting a stadium figured out. That wasn't easy for Dave Beckham. He had to start from scratch. So it's funny money until you actually get a team off the ground. 
but a 35% stake in an existing club, that's pure. He could sell that off if he wants to and walk away in Miami in a new stadium that apparently if he comes in, he's the new star in the new house. It's just perfection if they pull this off. It, it, uh, it really is. Uh, you know, we could only dream of having Messi on our side. I don't care how old he is. He's still Messi. But Miami, bam, right? This is this is probably the best fit for him. It, it's perfect for him. It's Miami, all that kind of stuff. As me and Tony were saying earlier, where it's like, would this be classified as a retirement, back in the retirement league for MLS? I don't think so. If he was looking at retirement money, he'd be going to the Middle East, Qatar, all that, getting that multi-million dollar big oil money paycheck for one last season, all that kind of stuff. He comes in here, he's getting, as I mentioned last episode, would some of our owners offer up some percentage of the club to get certain players? They've gone and done this. They've done something really big where right now it might not be much. 10 years time when players are coming through the system, he still has ownership of it and does that. He might look at selling then be worth even more than what he's signing for. I think about this guys. It's one thing to own a club. What makes LAFC so valued? Why are we the highest, I guess, valued club in the league? What gives us that, that weight? It's the stadium. It's the ground. It's where we play. That's what makes us such a wealthy side. Miami, yeah, club's nice, but they're building something. And by the time he gets there, that thing's built. And now you're giving a 35% stake in property. <laughs> it's real. It's his, you know, he's in the stadium business now. It's not just the name. It's not just the franchise. No, he gets all that too. So 35% of Inter now is not 35% of Inter when he gets here. The value is going to be very different. So an honest, honestly, I think it's a better thing than even Beckham got. Now it's paid off for Beckham, but look how much work he had to put into it. Now it's going to pay. But for this guy, he's in. Hardly has to do any work. Just has to kick a ball. Show up for pictures, do some autograph sessions, maybe score some goals, maybe bring home a trophy. And now he's an owner of a club. Oh, uh, like and he, it's Miami. He, he could bring home a trophy, like, just an Eastern Conference trophy, nothing else. Yeah, yeah, it's fine by me. Go for it, man. Take over the East. But here's the other thing. Miami, if you're going to fly back home to Argentina, right, where do you take off from? Probably going to be Miami, right? Good place to fly from. It's just a great town to be in if, if you're him. It fits. It fits. So it sounds pretty real. I know his people have declined or like denied it. Well, I mean, it's too early to come into something like that. So that makes sense that they deny it. That's fine. We can all dream. It's fine. I know we want him, but if he's going to go somewhere in the league and it's not us, I can't think of a better team to send him to. Really. It's good. It's good. Anything else, man? What do you got for other news, Tony? Is that what we got so far for this week? Like I said, it's a quick turnaround since the game. And, um, oh, actually, I do. Uh, the new Pride jerseys came out um, just recently, and they're actually – I like them this year. They're pretty pretty sick. Yeah, I, I like the angles and all. It, it looks cool for a practice kit. And, and, and it's one of the first things that you can buy that have Rockstar on the front, right? Like, yes. legit. Mm -hmm. Rockstar. It looks cool. It really does. So yeah, I like it. I dig it. If, if I can find one that fits, I'm probably going for it. So uh, <laughs> there's that. Bam's like, hey man, what about me? <laughs> I know he'd be in too. So uh, look out for Bam, people. That's all I'm saying. Cool. All right. So let's move on. Uh, community news, Tony. What do you got for community? Um. Just the same old, um, again, quick turnaround, but we're, as you know, BA still doing lend a hand. Um, last one at the party, uh, you literally just have to come with snacks and just donate it to them to last four. And uh, I believe we'll continue this moment in time. I have not gotten an update on the new one, but I will post on it. Just by the VA tent, just see Google or my. But just yeah, drop little, it off. Little and... technical difficulties from from Tony there. Sorry, everybody. 
he just moved into a new property and, and uh. I, I think the gremlins are 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 picking on him a bit today but uh a little chop there all good things we'll move through tony works through it's what we do it's what we do uh so all right man so kickball tournament they're still looking for teams please go join that please go take a picture up in front of the scarf display yes scars for good that's how we do this uh but let's get into the match against colorado i know i went on my soapbox already but uh quick brief hit tony how did it go down? It's pretty much all she wrote. Let's see what we got. Am I okay now? You're. I think so. Let's try it out. All right. So, um, so quick run through for the game, right? I was mm-hmm. just checking some of them. Okay. So we'll just go away quickly. Two penalty kicks. Zara's at the 17th. And technically Rubio had two penalty kicks, but one counted at the 28th. And it's kind of hard to talk about the rest of the game because we didn't do nothing much to it. It was more of a Colorado side. But, yeah, it was, a, like I, like we've been saying, a hard one to watch. The, the lead-ups to those penalty kicks were uh, Ibiaga making a nice high kick in the box leading to Zara's penalty kick. And then uh, Janela in the 20s and Janela with the uh, hockey hip check watching the Kings ready for that in the penalty box again. So, and even at the end, like we only had one opportunity and Chicho pretty much had a nice slot, but Yarks was able to, again, hockey kick save it. <laughs> hey, it's a good, it's a good tactic to use. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's a great goalkeeper anyways. You can't fault him. And it was a battle of goalkeepers. And when you're not, okay. So if you're player of the game, Man of the match is your goalkeeper, and it wasn't a shutout. Pretty sure it was a bad night for everyone. So that that's kind of your your, your your inkling. Like, if that was your best guy and you didn't get the result, it was an ugly night. So, yeah, it was bad news. Guys didn't look the part. A short bench as well. Not a lot of guys traveled, so it made it even harder. Hollings head went down injured. That was brutal to see as well. They're saying he's day-to-day. I know Bam's going to cover that in a few, but it happened in this match. And I think that was another thing that pretty much cost us on the day because at that point we had to take a coast out of the midfield, had him cover in the D. Again, sacrifices being made. Now they're out of shape, and you're playing a team that's firing on all cylinders, right? They're getting it going, and we're scrambling. And certain guys we just have to call out to call them out. Ibiaga is not taking on the role. He's had an opening to do something to impress, and it hasn't happened. Uh, and probably more disturbing to me is Janela. You know, he put him in the role for Ilya. Ilya needs the break. He gets a chance to really take charge in a match, and instead he becomes the villain uh, and and throws in a hip check, and everybody's like, "Well, maybe he got a piece of." The-. It doesn't matter. It was a shoulder charge. No, uh, you know, a shoulder charge, basically angle decides whether it's a shoulder charge or it's a foul. And if you're going straight into a player who really doesn't have possession of the ball and you take him out of the play, a foul is a foul is a foul on the road. You're giving the referee the opportunity to decide this thing, whether you think it's a foul or not. You just can't put yourself in a position like that. There was no reason for the aggression in the moment It was a rush of blood as always. It was emotion, right? And he wasn't in the right frame of mind. And it cost us yet again. So there's a lot to be asked of Janela. Like, where does he fit with this lineup? Can he be trusted in pressure matches? And right now he's not looking it. And that stinks. You know, I really I hope for the best with him, but it's not looking so hot. Uh, Bam, your take on it? Um, my take on the game is we went with a 4-3-3, which... I think was a massive problem for us at the moment. I don't think we're dealing with the 4-3-3. Um, the 4-1-4-1 the last few games has been working well. So I would be surprised if we don't go back to that uh, next game. And that hip and shoulder from Janela was pure AFL. What I love seeing over here with the AFL. It was the perfect hip and shoulder. As long as within two meters of the ball, fair hit play on. No, there was no high contact, nothing. Great hip and shoulder. But unfortunately, we're not in Australia, not playing AFL. That was a penalty. The field is a rectangle, not a round circle. 
You can't bounce it with your hands. Sorry. You're not wearing blowout shirts for your jerseys. Wrong sport. Wrong time. You didn't have skates. We weren't playing the avalanche. Dang. All bad things. Uh, Tony, your impressions. Good thing that you were able to sing all game, get your aggression out, I must say. But final thoughts on this? Because, man, I don't want to dwell too long on this. It was a horrible game. Um, mile high is always a thing to do. McCarthy shows up. I'm glad we have a backup just in case Max goes away. But other than that, we were focused on Austin and we let Colorado get to us. And that's what it is. So let's just move on. Um, for my votes, it's easy. It's going to kind of just going to be really McCarthy. Um, yeah, at, at this point, I think it's just McCarthy, Palacios, and uh, Chicho. Oh, I'll throw mine in. Uh, McCarthy one, McCarthy two, McCarthy three. The rest get nothing. You managed two shots all game. Bam, your turn. I went with Tony McCarthy, Palacios, and Chicho. For that shot, Chicho's going to get one one point from me, and Palacios was fit, was the decent defender. It wasn't great, but he was decent. I, 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 no points for those two. Just three for one, and that that's it. That's it. That's where I'm at. All right. Uh, how did the other votes go, Bam? I mean, a, a few of a few of our brave uh, contributors uh, threw some votes out there. So, yeah. so how did it so, fall? A couple of votes for the um goalposts, so they they came through. Um, but we also had McCarthy was up there. Um, Chicho and Fall got a couple of votes, and Palacio's got a couple of votes. They were the main main ones overall. So. Going off, McCarthy got the most of the higher votes, which obviously deserved. Even though, yes, they scored two goals. There were two penalties with him saving one as well. So it, to me, it wasn't his fault for the game. Result was nowhere near his fault. He got just dealt a rough hand, and he did his best, and he did great. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, under siege. Let's be honest, he was under siege. So, uh, well, let's definitely get the heck out of this. Um, again, highlights were the highlights. Again, we don't want to dwell too much, so we'll move on. Um, you said Chicho had the one chance. We talked about that. So let's get into the other mix. Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. It is tradition, of course, to talk about the teams we just played and pick an artist from the area or connected to the area. Y'all know who it's going to be before I even say it, because why the heck wouldn't it be? But we went with John Denver. Uh, and our choice for John Denver, pretty awesome choice. I mean, if you've ever sang it, we've all sang it. Take me home country roads. Been in a karaoke, you know how it goes. Uh, came out from the album Poems, Prayers, and Promises from 1971. Yep, that's the one. We're going with that one this time. Not hip, not crazy. Man, it's John Denver, and who doesn't love singing it? Uh, other song that stood out to me for the 1971 album, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of good songs on that one, uh, would probably be, I guess, you'd rather be in Colorado since, well, that happened. So there you go. Uh, that's our Vinyl Club Minute. Now, let's take it to you guys, because I know you're chomping at the bit. So let's get some comments from the LAFC family here. Early, early, early. I'm going to all do the bidding. Burke gets the credit for the first two comments. Burke Fournier. Tuesday night, Heart of LSC. Yeah, rare one for us. Can you tell? Can you tell? Uh, Jason in the mix, finally, on a night that I don't have to wake up at 3 a.m. All of Jason. Uh, it's good seeing you again, brother. Good seeing you. Uh, LSCB, good evening in the mix. <laughs> Jason, a good comment here. It was any of their goalkeepers from last season we would have lost 5 nothing. Could you imagine? Yeah, I'm not even going to mention his name because – He's falling apart from Cincinnati when every time he gets a chance. So that's pretty fun to watch. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. LCB John McCarthy gets a 10 <laughs> made epic saves. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Beast is also seeing kitty cat in the mix. There it is. Yes. The cat has survived. Fabricio. Yes. Inner Miami soon. That's what it's looking like. Can't confirm, but can't deny it either. 
Uh, LCBs, yes, LAC didn't play well. Yes, some guys were missing, but once again, another game where a ref is involved in the results. Yeah, he had zero management skills of this thing. It was a it was a wreck. When Galaxy fans are on Twitter going, "Boy, they're getting bossed," you know it's bad news. And that was happening. Everyone was laughing at the performance. It was barely, barely bad. But I'll say it: if you're doing your job, you can't give the referee the chance to mess it up. If you're limiting incursions into your area because you're maintaining possession, these moments don't occur. Just weren't getting the job done. <laughs> Beast. Leo who? We all know Leo. He is who he is. Uh, Beast. Bam, didn't Chicho deserve a PK when he was pinned down by a Rapids player in the box on the ground? Bam, your take? Um, I don't remember that part because, as I said, I... After the second goal, I fell asleep. I've seen the highlights, and it was just cringe to watch. I didn't want to watch much of it or remember much of the game. So <laughs> knowing Chicho, he probably did deserve a penalty. But, you know, when you're playing uncle, what can you do? Yeah, uncle's not going to not gonna call it straight. Not like it's intentional. He just doesn't have control of anything. Um, yeah, I don't think it's intent. I think it's incompetence. There, I said it. Uh, I like Fabricio here. Don't worry, we'll get CR7. Would he play the system? I'm just saying, I'm just joking, but <laughs> like you're gonna say no, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, Suarez seems to be free now, right? No, where's he going? No, he's free. I just don't, no, he's free. I still oh. want him. Oh, I see. I see. Eh. Controversial as always, that's the issue with him uh rattlehead three two three great show guys been following for a while now mccarthy showed great stuff out there at least something positive from that horrible game yep and he looked good in the open cup match so yeah we got a guy it's great to finally have a backup keeper that can technically be a starter too good stuff uh jason ariano speaking of inter miami i don't think beckham will ever hire jesse marsh as coach or he respects him for doing what he did that might be a thing. He's taking it. Jason's taking it back to a, a, a time in Carson where two teams played there. And uh, Jesse Marsh standing up to Beckham in a match and kicking him in the hand pretty much and starting a big old crazy rumble. Yes, he had. There was an incident between Beckham and Jesse Marsh. So that's where that's coming from. Uh, but Marsh plays a system. I like Jesse. I've talked to Jesse before. That guy is totally awesome um yeah he needs to stay in here man he's doing something over there i know trying to survive at this point i get it but yeah we'll see what happens with him don't come back man stay over there uh team bonilla what's up everyone hope everyone is good hope everyone got tickets for the open cup or will be getting tickets for the open cup uh news to follow we could definitely talk about more of that on thursday as things develop and continue to develop um but yeah i plan on going tony you plan on going oh i plan on going i want i want the bittersweet tears of carson fans so i am definitely going let's be honest it's a knockout match this is when we beat them is what we do so uh yeah i you know i'll let go of a kidney for a ticket that's where i'm at i mean the chance for the chance to see our boys take one down there i don't care what they're playing for gotta be there gotta be there bam will see it from a distance if he could fly here right now he would trust me i would i'm just hoping that a tv station over here picks up the u.s open cup otherwise we're back to the illegal streams all that fun stuff so we'll see what happens with a game this big you would hope that they'll show it somehow globally i mean if they put on what espn3 you'd get it right no, no oh, ESPN three over no. here. Like, now, what do you, do you get? Any ESPN man? ESPN, ESPN two is what we get. But for that, you've got to get the cable. You can't just get it on its own. Um, uh, we okay. we don't have. Um, oh, what do you guys call it? ESPN plus. I was yeah, say yeah. No, we don't have that. We've got we've got <laughs> watch it. We've got watch ESPN, which is terrible. So. Hopefully they decide, you know what, such a big game, international markets can have it on YouTube like they used to do. It's MLS. 
They burn the Philly match against us. Now they're going to burn the Austin in a midweek. They don't move things around. You know, I know hope in that one. Um, maybe we could find some finagled ways and dark arts to get Bam this game. So, oh, 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 oh. the US Open Cup, I'll happily just illegally stream that. Our game tomorrow against Austin, that is being shown on Bean Sports. I'm happy with that. But US Open Cup, I'll happily illegally stream that. MLS, come at me. You know, I'll happily fight you because it's not being shown legally here in Australia. So, what do you want me to do? Right, like they're gonna, they, they're desperate for attention. They'll be fine. <laughs> All good things. It'll happen. All right, beast in the mix. Uh, PK retake was BS. It was BS because of the timing, like horribly amateur. If it's off the line, what's the line's been doing over there? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, beast. <laughs> Rapids have a weak supporters group. Yeah. Nice folks, but uh, they ain't us. Uh, Beast, what kind of what kind of rice are you promoting? Basmati, man, basmati. The interesting pillows, dude. Yeah, like I said, I, yeah, I'm in the I'm into canyon, like in the canyon, so that's why my internet's not the greatest. So this, I'm in a new spot, so it'll be temporary until I find a official official spot. But I'm okay here. He's not in a rail car getting shipped with rice, people. He's in a place. There it is. Uh, <laughs> Rattlehead, Janela needs to go. Janela needs minutes, man. Maybe Vegas should be in his future. Something. Something's got to give. Uh, Beast, Janela being overpaid. Surprise, he's still on the roster. Again, he's young. He's young. We had these moments earlier with Palacios, and he woke up, right? Now he's dominating out there. But, man, early on was scary for him. So you never know when a switch happens and maybe the prospect of going to Vegas could be something that would wake him up. Who knows? Hoping, praying something happens. Uh, ooh, Beast, do you guys expect an epic game tomorrow? I do. Ah, we, but we all do. We will cover it in a few moments here, but ah, I'm with you, man. I think it's going to be good. Team Bonilla, all goalies are on point this year. Agreed, agreed, agreed. At least the ones getting minutes. Uh, Beast. Bam, I checked. It's streamed only on ESPN Plus, so illegal stream it is. That's fine. It's the internet. I've got, I've got my sights. I'm happy with that. We'll survive. We'll make it happen. All right. Let's get into the mix. Talk about the next thing, of course, and that would be LAC versus Austin FC, uh, a team that has really, really, really found themselves this year. And honestly, in my opinion, has moved from being an expansion side to now being a legitimate MLS contender in many cases to at least make the playoffs, to at least make a name for themselves. This is their breakout year. This is the year that you move beyond your expansion uh, shell, you could say. They're growing. That being said, after 11 games, they have a record of six wins, two ties, three losses, position three in the West. That's right, a playoff spot, people. Um, only a few points away from us chasing us. That's legit. That is what's going on. Uh, we're still leaders of the pack after all this madness. But Austin is there. The interesting team that's in second is FC Dallas, which I cannot wait to preview that when we play them because that team is legit scary. But that's down the line. It's these guys. Bam, how have they done the last three matches? Because it's been a good year, but the last three not so much, right? No, last three is not that much. So they've had a 2-1 win over Houston. Um, then they had a one-year loss to Carson, which as much as that hurts them losing to Carson, it helped us at the time because we weren't having that great. And they, they beat Carson, they would have jumped us. And then their last game was a 2-1 loss to RSL after going up 1-0 quite early in the match, but then having a player decide to get into someone's back on an open goal and get rate-carded. So... Yeah, that red card was rough. Um, earned, but yeah, it's going to hurt them. That's for sure. That'll be the debate today is who replaces them. Um, definitely had an effect on the game. And of course, they had a heartbreak in that one, right, Ben? Yeah, it was a late um, 88th minute winner for him, but it was a cracking goal, though. The, the goal was absolutely cracking. So, and RSL is kind of finding their way now. I mean, they're, they're, they're starting to play well, 
they're finding their legs. So they've hit a couple big teams already. They're 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 real guys. That's another one. The West is not an easy conference at all at all. Uh, it's it's pretty much most are going to be in it to late. There's no real also rands. Even the also rands are getting wins that you don't expect. So tough times. You can't take anybody seriously in a red card. Is definitely not going to do you any favors. So Tony, speaking of the ugliness of their red card, what is the good and the bad and the ugly this week for uh, for Austin? So the good is uh, we've won all the matches we've played against them. So we're three and zero every time we face them. We've beaten them, but again, that is the old Austin, not this new we are yet to face. Um, the bad is they're averaging two point one goals per match as much as we are. So we're tied in goals per match averaging the game so expect a barn burner weekly and um ranked in big chances chances created at creating big chances and that's at 23 so they do that every game and yeah pretty much it's it's like it's ending our run since we lost to austin for 18 straight games dating back to last september and this is not going to be an easy game. Like I said, the reason why we had our some of our bench players, we had Max, we had uh, Ilya, we had a lot of people bench because we were looking for this match because we knew this was going to pretty much decide if we stay in first place, and it's still going to decide if we're going to stay in first place. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really, really tough. You look at the stats, you go, oh, well, you know, we've probably been better at possession, right? Nah, push, same. Uh, we're 56, they're 57. But, yeah, they dominate their games like we do. They create chances like we do. Much of what you see in their lineup and the way they they play, it's us, guys. Like, the system is very similar. Yes, the formation's a little different. But bombing three in, three attacking mindset, they, they've got it. You know, when they're on, they're on. Uh, shots, they average, what, 12.7. We average 16, a little bit better. But shots on goal, one different. You know, I look down the line, they're even better at passing accuracy than us. So they maintain possession. They do, again, moving the ball, holding the ball. This is a team that matches up well against us. Should we be worried? We should be cautious. That's what we should be. So uh, looking into it, seeing the system, what they do. Uh, well, let's look at the uh, lineup. But before we do that, there is one key player. Actually, Bam, like three key players missing, right? Yeah, so um, they've been missing Romana for a few games with a hamstring. He's due back late May. Um, they're missing their starting keeper, Stuva, who's a great keeper. He's due back mid-June with a knee injury. And from the, this game just played, Daniel Pereira is out with a red card for the push in the back. So that's some big players for them, especially Pereira and Stuva, two of their biggest players that they've had are out missing. So be interesting. See what they line up. It's going to be tough. No matter who they put in, it's going to be tough. Their replacement's going to be even harder. So last match, speaking of uh, Pereira, in goal they had Andrew Tarbell. Tarbell is a good goalkeeper, guys. It's not He's not like a, a drop-off from Stuver. Uh, they are competing. They legit are competing. Uh, they'll have Jimenez on the right, Cascante and uh, what Gabriel right in the middle. Uh, uh, Kolmanich uh, should be the left back. Ring, who's always an MVP out there, always up to no good, always controlling things. He'll be one of your, your defensive midfielders. Pereira would normally be there. He will not be there. We're checking back to see who would be in that role. Honestly, he plays a lot of 90-minute games. He's not a guy they're used to taking out. So... What are they going to do? Well, you know, you look down the line and you see Valencia could be an option for them at mid. Uh, the other interesting name I see is uh, Danny Hosen. You remember him from the San Jose days? They list him as a forward, but I remember San Jose playing him back into control mid, right? They've moved out. He's been, he's played there before and been underrated in that role. Could he be a guy that finds his way in? They're in a situation where they got to try something new because but Ed is a guy they're just not used to taking out. So that's your big question mark is who's going to be lining up next to ring. Outside of that, you have Finley on the right. And you have Drusi as your central attacking mid. 
almost sometimes like a withdrawn forward at times, but definitely the engine. Uh, Fagundes, who is the top assist man in the league right now, if I'm seeing that correctly, and the craziest hair in the league apparently. So check him out. Uh, and then up top, uh, Oruti, who is having one heck of a, a resurgence uh, playing for Austin. They do love bombing it down with their wings. Uh, Aruti coming up high and basically the three-pong attack. That is that is their preference. Sounds similar, right, guys? Overload, overload, overload. Push the ball, maintain possession, turn, you know, check back in again, maintain it, hold the game. They're very efficient in the passing, but Pereira is a big, big factor in that. And that that's going to be your hard question is what happens there. Um Bam, looking at that lineup, seeing who's missing, should they be worried, or do you think they're going to adjust rather well? Um, I think they might adjust rather well, but we still need to be on our, our game. We can't rock up and expect Austin of old. This is an Austin that's out for blood. They haven't beaten us. You know, we won 2-0, 2-0, 2-1. So they've only scored one goal against us in three games. They will be coming out swinging for the fences. They want to show that not only MLS, but us, they're not to be pushed around, messed around, all that. They're coming out to make a statement, which is what I'm more concerned about. And we look like a wounded animal after the last game, right? A lot of injured players, guys didn't make the trip. I think they had five available players on the bench in our game, so something's going on health-wise. Uh, and then a big player gets hurt in the game. So for them, they're chomping at the bit. They're thinking we're going to be missing more than they are, really. And we could potentially be missing more than they will. Uh, yeah, expect it from them. They're going to maintain position. I don't think they're going to sit there and just absorb. I think they're going to take the game to us because that's how they're built. It wouldn't fit them to go back to their expansion style. No, their style is to play. So this could be a lot of fireworks. This could be one heck of an entertaining game. Could it be nerve-wracking? Oh, yes, very much so. Could we see a lot of goals? I'd kind of expect them in this game, right? Not a shock there. Tony, you got a chance to see him a bit. Uh, what's your impressions of the new Austin? It's scary. This is the best way to say it. It's high-attacking. It's too... I almost want to say 2019 us to a point where they just uh, like new stadium going hard. You never know what you'll get, but fortunately we are uh, on par with them and they're catching up to us. Not the other way around. Yeah. They're coming into it. And then Drew sees the guy to watch guys. Like you really want to be entertained by a player on their side who I kind of wish we had on our side. It would probably be Drewsy. This guy is amazing. Great player. Great play. Right, Bam? I mean, you, you're thinking the same thing. He's he's the standout. Oh, definitely, definitely. He, if Austin was ever to let him go, I wouldn't be against picking him up. He's They'd be stupid to let him go like would be stupid to let um, a lot of our players go for cheap. Right, right. It's not going to go cheap. So he's there. He's their story. He's what they're building the team around, very obviously. We see the the issues that they have in the lineup. Just in terms of goals, Drusi's got seven. The next guy in the line is Uruti at four. Uh, assist man is Fagundes with seven. Next guy in the line is Cascante. And then, oh, yeah, Drusi with three. Right, seven goals, three assists. Pretty wild stuff. Uh, appearances, yeah. Uh, Drusi, Cascante, Fagundes, Finley all have 11. They don't miss. They don't miss. Just like we know our guys. Uh, which brings it to us seeing what they've got to offer. We're sitting record wise, you know, seven, two, and two. I know, still in position one, the guys. That's what matters. We're in position one. As long as we're holding it, we'll be okay. Let's get healthy, of course, but we got to get for this moment, which puts it to who's in and who's out, Bam. I and mean, we had all in kinds of names saying they were out in this last one. So who's coming back? Yeah. So. Coming by what Ben tweeted earlier, and thanks for that, Ben. Uh, Segura is still out, Duane is still out, Gaines out, and Hollingshead will be out for this game. So uh, they're the ones that are listed as out. So what does that mean? That means that Henry, Escobar, B-Rod, and Tadur Shadi are questionable. 
Hmm. So, okay. To me, I can see B Rod on the bench. I can I actually can see them all on the bench to begin with. Maybe get minutes near the end, see what happens. But I don't see any of them starting. Yeah, I, I just don't think at this point, because there's an injury bug that we're dealing with, that you're going to risk anything right now. It's going to be one of those lineups that that if you're a question mark, you're not getting in. No matter what, it's early in the year, you just don't risk it. So seeing who's out, now Escobar's not listed, correct? He's as questionable. Ah, that hurts too. Okay. Do you think he's that questionable? That's the only one I would say that I would I would chance it, but probably not. <laughs> uh, honestly, I would risk it with him. I can see even if only he plays first half and then Henry plays second half or something like that, just so you can – I don't see making him play a full 90, though. Right. That would be a, a huge ask. So then it puts us in the situation – are we going four three three or are we going four one four one? It has to be four one four one. I'm sorry. The way that we played last game with the four three three, we have to go back to the four one four one. Gotcha. Now with the four one four one, obviously Max is back in net. There's no question there. Who's your center back pairing for this match? That's tough. Um gotta be four. Yep. He's one and done, no questions about that. The other one, mm, it's hard. I'm gonna have to go with Ibiago, right? Because Mario's not not there, right? He's out. Um, Mario's not listed as out, but would you though? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're not gonna chance him. So Ibiago is obviously gonna be the guy. There's, unless you put Ilya back there, which he's done that with Kansas City, would you do that? Would you even risk that? No, nah, Ilya is going to be that um, defensive mid. If we're doing four one four one, he's a defensive mid, plain and simple. There it is. There it is. I'm with you on that one. Uh, any questions as to who's on the left? No, no. That that's like saying any questions who's starting goals. Right. Right. Sun going to rise tomorrow? Yeah, it's rising tomorrow. Uh, that's where we're at now, especially with the injuries in place. Uh, midfield becomes the question. You think Janela even touches the grass in this one outside of warm-ups? I see him as a sub if okay. players go down, but I don't see him starting. I All right. I, I, I can't, after that, that game, I can't see him starting in the starting lineup for a little while. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, man. That still hurts. So looking at your midfield, who do you put in? Midfield for me, um, Sifu. Mm -hmm. uh, Blessing. And Vela Opoku. Vela Opoku. Okay. What? Could we go to four going to four one four one? And with Chitra up top. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um Chicho, yeah, I think Chicho's locked in up top. I'm with you on that. Tony, you think he's locked up there as well, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. And yeah, Vela's gotta play and Apoku's gotta play. They've been playing well. What are you yeah. gonna do? Those are the guys that go in. Uh Acosta has to start. Sifu has to start at this point, and Ilya makes sense. So, Blessing, do you think he gets any play here? Could he be a potential right back for this game if Escobar can't go? Um, no, I think he, I think he's starting in the middle. I think we're going to start with Acosta on the bench to begin with, just to change up a little bit. I think Blessing does deserve some time to start. Just double-checking Ben's tweet before, Murillo actually is off the injured list, so he's free. He's fit and ready. Then he plays. <laughs> There's no way yeah. around it. He plays. Yeah. So, so could could, could that mean? Cool. Yeah. Could that mean that you push um, Ibiaga out to the right back? No, 
Um, and seeing how Colorado we tested tested uh, Acosta at right back, could he go there again? Now that you have now that you have the trusted Mario, it sounds funny saying trusted Mario, but the trusted <laughs> Mario in the back there with Fall, would you throw Acosta back there? You could, you could even just have maybe him and Blessing just swapping from time to time. So it'll be interesting to see what we come up with. It's with the injuries, with players not performing how they should be playing. I'm really want to know what Steve's going to do with the starting lineup. Yeah, it's some hard decisions in this one. This is the first time where it's like not like I have a blessing of options and it's going to be easy. I go, no, this is tough because you're going to have to play guys out of position to to take care of a giant hole in the lineup all of a sudden, but we're here. Uh, Tony, right back conundrum. Where do you go on that? It's kind of hard because it's just like I just like uh, Q uh, Cardi's uh, little comment and i just realized that we do play columbus but next weekend that's next week is the carson game so do you go so i'm like do you go all out for this game rest for cart rest for columbus and then go all out carson so i would probably maybe take the young guys leoni or maybe and blessing but it's it's a really hard one to go with at the moment because i i don't if Escobar is questionable. I don't start him. Let him get his rest. So, you need Escobar for the Carson game. That's when he has to be ready. No question, has to be ready for that game. Rodriguez, we need him back. There's no way you risk him these few games. If he's feeling ready for Columbus, it's a good game to get minutes. That's for sure. And I think a lot of these guys listening is questionable. All of a sudden, will miraculously not be questionable when it comes time to Columbus. Watch the healing powers. Okay. I think a lot of guys are going to be ready for that one to get some minutes and then be fully ready for the galaxy. I know we're all looking that way, but there's two games we got to deal with before that happens. Um, yeah. Right back. Honestly, I think it's going to be a Costa. I'm going to go crazy and go, it's a Costa. That's just getting it. And now we have Sifu and blessing up top. Why we have to absorb their attacks and we need to have a guy we could trust back there to absorb the attacks. Who do you trust in a one-on-one defensive situation more? Acosta or Blessing? Acosta. Yeah, Acosta. Blessing's a better counter, I'd say. Like his speed running forward is a lot better than Acosta, but defensively, you have to go Acosta. Now on the breakout, like you said, Blessing's better. Who's also be- uh, better at drawing fouls? Blessing. Blessing, Blessing, right? So I, I think he gets his. I think he gets his start at that at that situation, for sure. Um, I think the rest of the lineup is what it is. But yeah, that right back situation just really puts us in a weird spot. I trust Acosta to do the job. I do, but man, to lose two guys that we've been relying on all year, it's it's tough. It's tough to see with, with Hollingshead going down. It's just it's painful to see because he's been having such a crazy good year. Uh, to be in this moment is just really it's crushing to see a guy in that situation so ah tough tough questions that's for sure um goals we're still stuck on 13 for players with a goal right and uh the assist the same story let's take it out to the to the crew what's everybody else got to say in this one here uh moving it to the comments here oh that's funny that's a good one okay some round ahead three two three says what do you guys think of these injured players? Should we start to worry? I'll just say this. I think there's guys listed as questionable right now that are like bruised questionable. Like we're not going to take a chance. We'll list you questionable even if we think you can still play because there's a risk. We're playing extra careful. I think that's why you see guys out of lineup early in the year. That's why Ilya gets a rest when we really did need him in Colorado, but we need him more for these games, right? More planned. I I think what we're seeing is, yes, some guys got injuries. Yeah, some have some long-term. But the questionable guys on the list, I think are we're just playing extra careful. I think Brian's like, you, you're playing that as quite careful as you possibly can. So I'm not worried yet. Yeah. No. It, 
we are keeping players off for the extra one or two games now, right? Because if this was two weeks out before playoffs, we need to win these two games to make the playoffs. Then we'll be going, no, we're going to throw everything at it for now. This early in the season, we can, we've got the luxury of going, you can have a break. You can have the extra week off to get yourself fully fit and all that. Where later on in the season, a two week, a three week injury, but you're available in two weeks, we're going to play you in two weeks. We won't give you that third week. Where now it's like that three week injury. Take take four, just get better. Yeah, yep. Be in the top form, not 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 feeling any pain out there. That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, Tony, you're probably in the same impression, right? It's it's just careful. That's what it is. It's being cautious. Pretty much. Like I said, it's a long season. I'm not too concerned with the injuries. Um, we're yeah, but again, this is the longest month we're gonna have all season. Like we didn't expect we expected a month of games, but we didn't expect eight games in a month. Right. It's brutal. Absolutely brutal. Um yeah, the US, US Open Cup is definitely throwing a wrench in all of the plans for uh rotation and all that stuff it's it's forced at this point so that's okay i really my focus is open cup anyway i think the clubs is as well we down the line we're in a good position that we can we can have some some rotation games columbus high probability being a rotation match just like colorado was really a rotation match seeing he was out of that lineup you gave time off you took the the calculated risk of moving some people around and it it didn't pay but you got to do it. Got to keep people fresh. Got to keep them safe. So, yeah, last year's injury was way worse than now, right? Those were, they were a lot of guys out. That was horrible last year. And you don't want to risk that going into the, the stretch. So, better played safe. Jason, Bam looks like he's ready for the Battle of Alberta. Did we really got the Oilers playing the, the Flames, guys? Is that really happening? Yep, yep. We Flames had to wait till overtime game seven to get the winner. So nice. Well, why why not make it stressful, right? It's okay. You know, flames. No, no. <laughs> Your greatest moments have been those last second crazy finishes. I'm I'm in my head thinking of uh Theo Fleury flying down the ice, right? And celebrating. You know the moment. Uh good things, man. Like that's the NHL, dude. If it's not crazy and miraculous, it's not worth doing it. So good. Good luck to them because I, I can't say I'm an Edmonton fan. So get them, Flames. <laughs> All good. Uh, Team Bonilla, do y'all see B-Rod get some minutes tomorrow or Saturday? I'm going to predict Saturday. Tony? Uh, Saturday, if he does see minutes, it's a sub tomorrow. Bam. We're up 4-0, 10 minutes to go. We've got some subs up our sleeve. Just chuck him on for a, for a little 10-minute run. And we all agree he's dressing tomorrow, right? 100% he's dressing. He's totally dressing. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Nice to see him in warm-ups if he gets that chance, right? Uh, just to see him take a few shots. Be beautiful. Uh, Team Bia, see you all tomorrow. Yes, we will be there. Well, Bam will be there in spirit. But Tony, I will definitely be there. I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, Rattlehead, maybe we see Leone tomorrow. There's a chance. There's a chance. Especially if you're putting Acosta, you know, back into that role. Yeah, I could see it. Can you imagine what, what a debut against Austin, man? Like, oof, into the fire for sure. Uh, Q Cardi, do we heavy for the win tomorrow and rotate, get what we can in Columbus? Or be fully rested for the Open Cup. I think the mindset is, yes, we want to get the win tomorrow. Because it's at home. You don't give up home games, man. You just don't do it. But within reason. You don't sacrifice the future for this match. You do what you can within reason. Um, and then Columbus, to me, is full rotation match. I don't expect much out of that one. I mean, we should win it, right, with the roster we have. They're not the greatest. But some kids are going to get a look. I think that's what we'll see. We're, we might see the Cal Jennings show and the Danny Musovsky show, you know, and and go for it. But, yeah, I, I think that's where it's at. You got you to get Austin because you're in your conference, too. That's another issue. 
the, the, the other problem too is Columbus next game is us. They're not playing tomorrow. So they're, they're going to be well rested. They're going to be well rested too. So looking at that, if we can grab a point from Columbus away, which we'll talk about more next episode, will be a good result, I reckon. There we are. There we are. Tony, rotation this one, rotation next one, or a little mix of both? It's, like I said, full on this one, rotation next one, and then full on next one. But again, one game at a time, and we can't overlook it. But playing team manager and playing Dolo as, like, putting the Dolo hat, you have to play rotation. Yep. Yep. Of course, ace up the sleeve. Brian Rodriguez coming in like the 70th minute tomorrow just to to seal the deal. I wouldn't put it past <laughs> Steve Cherndolo. So, yeah. Cardi, uh, wild take. Bring, bring in Jorge Sanchez as a DP. Seems like Escobar might be in one game. And little knocks for two to three games playing on ice. Uh, Escobar is an interesting take. That's for sure. I do think in this case, they're just being extra cautious with him. Because he has had some injuries already. And so no risk, no risk, no risk. And it's fun part of rehab. You, you get something strong and then something else becomes weak and you run into trouble there. It's something whole new. And yeah, no risks, man. He, we need him. We need him for the playoffs. You see what he can do out there. We need him for the long run. So good on you guys. Uh, thank you, everybody, for their comments tonight. Coming out on a short notice Tuesday night. We gave this to you guys four hours beforehand. You even know we were going to have this show, and you still showed up, and you made it happen. But we couldn't leave you guys hanging tonight. Uh, the match is too big for us to ignore it. So thank you guys for that, uh, for coming on tonight. Fin are we at final thoughts, guys, already? Is it that quick? Are we already there? Yeah. and One of the shortest episodes in a while. So Shotgun. Yes, shotgun <laughs> episode. Did you think anything different? We got another big show on Thursday, so it's only fitting that we do it this way. All right, I think I picked on Tony the last time, so bam, it is your turn, your final thoughts of the day. Final thoughts of the day is um, look after each other. Um, this weekend, I'll be out voting for my federal election. Yes, I've got to vote. Yes, it's mandatory. If not, you cop a fine in Australia. But we vote on Saturdays. Yes, well, we get to vote on Saturdays though, so you know we still have to worry about taking time off work or that kind of stuff. We vote on a Saturday. A lot of the public schools have voting booths in there, so you go there, you go vote, you grab a sausage sizzle or a hot dog, get some cakes and all that little car boot sale, support the schools and all that kind of stuff. Um, a League, the first leg of the A League semifinals kicked off last night between Melbourne Victory and Western United. Tonight, you've got Adelaide United versus Melbourne City, first leg, and then second legs this weekend. So, you've got some big games there. So, if you're up at 2 a.m. tomorrow morning, Adelaide United at home to Melbourne City for the first leg of their semifinal. So, it should Ooh. be a good game. Where's Western United and Melbourne? What's, what's the uh, current setup? Uh, they had the first leg last night um if you want to make my screen a big screen i can show you the goal yeah, we'll that it. was scored last night so this was the goal from last night's game nice little whip in Ooh, nice finish so nice little finish by brimmer there just top over the keeper outstretch arm Nice. So with nice. that victory, yeah, Melbourne Victory's got a one-nil lead going to the second leg, which will be Saturday at I think midnight your time will be the game. So, so are they hosting the second leg, Melbourne? Vic Melbourne Victory is hosting the second leg. So West United, which is also a Melbourne team, they hosted last night's leg at the same ground that Melbourne Victory play at. So, and are you guys doing away goals in your tournament or what? No, no, away goals don't count. Away goals don't They're count. They're all gone now. Yep. A relic of the past. We don't hear of those anymore. Don't speak of away goals. They've all died. I, I used to uh, enjoy the away goals, though. Away goals used to be fun. Yeah, imaginary things you don't earn. It's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like passing back to the keeper, and he can pick it up. It made so much sense. Uh, <laughs> 
Or, you know, the um, penalty shootouts the MLS used to run. Dude, have you ever tried doing that, by the way? That's a good way to get hurt. It, Dude. I loved it as a goalkeeper, though, goofing off doing that. Kids back in the day, right? It's usually because yeah, exactly. I could flip somebody. That's why I'd like it. But uh, <laughs> good times. Good times. Um, so, yeah. So, so with that, just enjoy yourselves tomorrow. Flo's going to the game. Um, we'll be back here on Thursday, our time, Friday. So for you two going to the game, be careful, look after yourselves, and let's go get the three points. There it is. Thank you, brother. Tony, final thought of the day. So have fun tomorrow. Be safe. Um, they're running a special, I guess, for Cap Captain Morgan or something, I believe, to get pe more people because it's a quick Wednesday game, and, you know, Wednesday games are pretty hard. Um, be safe out there. Stay hydrated. Let's go. I'm like, let's get these three points, get ready for Columbus, and at least snag a point there. And then uh, then we'll do a Monday or Tuesday for the big match that we're all waiting for and revenge. Yes, busy times for the boys, busy times for Heart of LAFC. We, we don't want to miss any more games. That's for sure. We want to keep you guys updated and get you what, get, get out there what we know. Um, Rather than sitting on it, you know, I tell you guys what's up. So, yeah, Thursday's going to happen. Good stuff, Tony. Uh, still show your scarves. Scarves for good. Make it happen. Uh, we'll see you all at the game tomorrow. Uh, definitely stop by, say hi. Uh, we'll be at the tailgate. We'll be early set up. You know how us two are. Um, so, if you see us in the stadium, don't hesitate. We love having the conversations. <sighs> yes. Final word of the day, boys. Bam. Stay golden. Tony? Stay golden. And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.